Hello, people of the universe. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what it means to be doing the work. Enjoy. Hi, this is Amir Zogi, speaker, coach, and aerobatic pilot. I'm on a mission to inspire, move, and transform people's lives. This is the Wisdom, Truth, and Freedom podcast, where I share mind-blowing insights about spirituality, self-actualization, and transcending those limiting mindsets in order to live an unlimited lifestyle and to make a dent in the universe. So, Amir, you use the term the work. You've got to do the work. What do you mean by the work? The work on yourself. The most important factor in your life and uh, who you're here to become, your happiness, your sense of fulfillment and what you've got to give and share and create in this world and what you've got to leave behind in this world is all uh, about you doing the work. You know, I've said many times that, you know, when people are happy to do work on themselves physically, on their health, happy to work on their relationships, great. Happy to work on their business, great. Happy to work on their, their how they present themselves, their, their, their physical appearance, right? But there's, a, there's, a, there's a one big part that some people kind of just brush aside, and that's the work on yourself. It's the work of realizing who you are as the self, the self-actualization work, that's what I always refer to as the work. People are willing to commit, devote, spend money, invest time, emotions, money, on everything else, you know, their health, their business, their relationships. But your, you doing the work on yourself is going to determine, it's going to bring the X factor to your relationships that's going to allow you to show up in your relationship that's going to allow you to show up in your business that's going to allow you to show up with your kids with the with other relationships it's going to allow you to show up in all the outcomes and results that you're pursuing in your life I mean, without you showing up right you get shown up by who by life by others you need to show up so to me doing the work allows you to show up, it supports you, it nurtures you, it cultivates you to get to the point of showing up. So would you say that showing up, part of that process of showing up is a lot to do with taking responsibility for yourself? It's it's deeper than taking responsibility for yourself. It's taking responsibility for your life. You know, the first thing I teach people is actually getting you to be responsible for your life. Now, I understand some people go, well, there's some things that were not nice in my life. There's some things that were out of my hands, out of my control in my life. And, you know, how can I take responsibility for something that was not in my control? Do you have control in how you respond to those things? How you how are you going to deal with those things? Something knocked you over, off your feet, and you're on your ass. Do you have control? Do you have input in getting back up? Do you have control in how you perceive, how you choose to see what's happened to you, how you choose to deal with what's happened to you, how you choose to respond to what happens to you? Yeah, you do. You do. You don't have to be a victim 
even though you may have been a victim in your life at some point. I understand. But you don't have to stay a victim. Right? You have the choice to respond to what's happened to you. And that's why I say you, ha- you are responsible for your life. You're responsible for how you choose to what's happened to you. And you're responsible to life. So if you can, if you can take responsibility and take ownership on your life, then what happens is you show up. Okay, and when I say you show up, you show up means you show up despite how your circumstances or how others in your life shows up. You know, you might have a few S bends in your life. You might have a few hurdles, massive blockages. I mean, there's a bridge that's completely disappeared from your path, right? Despite the bridge being missing, despite the S bends, despite people, what people will say about you. That is showing up. It's saying yes despite the circumstances. Yes to what? Yes to yourself. And understanding that the world doesn't owe you anything. And if you can understand the world doesn't owe you anything, then you understand you owe it to yourself. You're not looking for the world to repay you for what's happened to you in the past or because you've had a dream and you've been working so hard. You're not looking for that reward. You're not looking, hey, you owe me. You're not looking for others to repay you for what they owe you. You're not looking for how the world's got to repay you. Nobody owes you shit. Okay, and when you know nobody owes you shit, then you have only one place to turn to, and that's to yourself. And, and that place, all right, you now face yourself, and you don't look for anyone to, to owe you. You owe it to yourself. And, and that's where we, we start to realise that we create our own reality because we take responsibility and then we are empowered, right? You know, whether you believe you create your own reality or you don't, it doesn't matter. But you can create how you respond to your reality. Because I know some people will argue, well, you don't create your own reality. There's things out of my, out of my hands. Cool. Get it. Gotcha. No worries. But can you create how you respond to what's happened to you? Can you, can you choose how you ch- respond to the cards that you've been dealt? Because you can. You can choose. That's up to you. That's up to you to choose. And I know some things in life are very difficult and you're like, yeah, but, right? But the yeah, but should be why you should do it, not why you can't do it. You've got to turn the, yeah, but I don't have any money, but yeah, but I've got this hurdle. Yeah, but I've got the world against me. You've got to turn that into why you should, not why you can't. People can be really deep in their own struggle with what they have experienced, that the jump to being in control is so great, they can't, e- they can't even take that step. So. How do they get there? Well, here's the thing. Even if the person has got great pain, I've got self-worth issues, I've got this this pain, this hurdle, it, you know, the yeah but is, is very real and very big. It still doesn't change anything. You can turn that into why you could. Because to me, that pain may be not great enough for you. Because if that pain was great enough for you, you will turn that into why I could, not why I can't. Why I, I'm going to step up. Why I'm going to stand out. Why I'm going to step forward. Because 
I'm not going to live like this for the rest of my years left on this in this body. Do you, do you know? So it's 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 the same thing. I, I I understand. Like we've all got stories, and some are far more horrific and more greater pressure. And I I, I understand, right? But we all have the ability to choose how we want to respond to those things. Okay, you can play victim, right? Or you can really feel the pain that that story is causing you, and you're like, "I'm not. This is this year, but is not going to stop me. This year, but is going to actually transform me. It's gonna it's gonna be my stepping stone that I'm going to rise above." And I'm I'm not going to live with this scenario anymore. I'm not going to live with this. I'm not going to live with that. I'm, you know, it's it's you got to use what's happening in your story to step on it and step up. That's what you do. You step on it and you step up, right? Or you you be victim. Then get comfortable. Get comfortable because if you're going to be victim, you and I get it. I get it. There's, you know, I might say this. Someone goes, "Oh, but that's terrible." You said you'd be. I'm a victim. Okay, I know you are, and maybe what's happened to you is terrible. But you, why are you choosing to stay victim? You don't have to do that. You can choose what to use. What's happened to you to step on it, to use that to rise above. Use your pain. Use where you've been. Use your story to rise above. We've all done that. I mean, how many people do you know that have said, you know, this is once they've stepped above, they look back and reflect and go, you know, if that if that didn't happen to me, if X, Y, and Z, that was the greatest hurdle, the greatest pain, the greatest victim that I became because of X, Y, and Z. If that didn't happen to me, that would not, I would not be the same person that I am today. And then you know what else? When you know what the very next thing they say, I wouldn't have changed a thing. You know, in my experience of coaching people. I find a lot of people get to that place when they have stepped above, they go, you know what? That's made me into who I am today. And now I have this, who I am, to give, to share, to express, to give back. And that's what makes me feel alive. And that's what's giving me my life fulfillment, my happiness. The very thing that was your sadness can transform you into becoming your happiness, becoming your sense of fulfillment in life. Mm. So let's say that we or we're ready to take that step and we really want to step up in our lives. What would, what would you say is the first step for someone who's moving out of that place of discomfort into a position of power? Because that sounds really powerful to me when you say that. It's like there is power in that decision to take action for yourself the first step is to accept you need to accept whatever has has been whatever has happened you need to accept where you're at because that if you don't you're coming or you're responding or better word you're you're actually not responding you are reacting from those from that dark place you are reacting from the pain you want to respond from the pain not react from it so acceptance is huge huge right now acceptance is not a doing thing you can't do accept so i say accept people go well how do I accept? I mean, especially they look at the story and what's happened. The, the way you got to understand, acceptance is a state of being. And it, the biggest thing you're accepting is yourself. 
you're accepting how you feel. You're accepting who you are in 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 the circumstances. Okay? So you got to understand this is what acceptance is for me, right? If I was to do acceptance, this is what it would look like. I'm going to get in a, on a plane when I leave here, right? I love going to the airport because I love watching people come and go and, you know, especially when people come, when they arrive, when they haven't uh, seen each other for a long time. So what happens? People arrive, they get off the plane, they come out of the gates, they see the people they love. What do they do? They run towards them and they are open-handed. They are hugging each other. They're holding each other. What are they doing? They're embracing Okay, so acceptance is a openness. Acceptance is embracing. Okay, so the thing is, when you're resisting, which is the opposite of acceptance, when you are judging, which is the opposite of acceptance, what you're doing is you're closed off. If you think about yourself physically, when you're afraid, what do you do? You close up, right? If you're in danger, you're in a car accident, what do you do? You got you close up. You go into a ball if you can, and you. I mean, what do they teach you when you when the planes? You know, every time you get on the plane, that's go through the process. And brace, what's brace. the brace position? It's closed up. It's it's you go into a fetal position. You go into the ball, and maybe not the fetal position, but you're you you know you're locked down, right? It's you're not embracing. Okay, so when you're when you're experiencing, um, you know, if you want to move on from where you're at. The first thing you need to do is accept. So acceptance, you got to understand energetically, it's not a closed energy. It's an open energy. So you got to understand, but then you think to yourself, but how do I accept what's happened to me? How do I accept where I'm at? How do I accept about how I feel? you got to understand there's nothing wrong with how you feel. There's nothing wrong with where you're at. Okay? You need to become open to that. So energetically, the reason why you're closed is because you don't want to feel what you feel about whatever it is that you're seeing, right? To become open to it, which is, and love is what heals here, right? And love's energy is, is our greatest healing power. Love's energy is open. So the reason why we're closed is because we don't, we're afraid. We're trying to protect ourselves. So energetically, you need to open, so acceptance is an open energy. So why do you don't want to open it? Because you don't want to feel or intensify whatever it is that you're resisting because you don't want to feel it at a greater level. But you've got to understand, sometimes you've got to open yourself, feel that at a greater level before you can burn through that, before you can come, come out the other side, right? That's what happens. Love is the power you have to heal, right? Without acceptance... You, you're, all you're doing is reacting from where you're at. And then sometimes you start to notice you're recreating similar scenarios. You still feel self-doubt. You still feel unworthy. Like you get you get different outcomes and results. The story or the circumstances change, but you don't. How you feel about it doesn't. You're, you're repeating the pattern. You know, we've all experienced repeating the pattern because you're reacting from the pain. Use the pain, you need to step on the pain to rise up. To step on the pain, you need to respond from the pain. This is your story. This is what's happened to you. So what are you going to do about it? First, you're going to accept accept it. Accept what's happened. Accept where you're at. Then you're going to step on it by stepping forward. So despite what's happened, despite where you're at, despite your hurdles, you're going to show up, which means you're saying yes to moving forward, and that's if you feel to move forward, if you're ready, all right. if you're in your heart, it's pulsating going, yeah, it's, it's ready to move on, I'm ready to move on from this story, I'm ready to move on, 
Because if you're not ready, you might, you got to cook a bit more. Sometimes you've got to cook in the pain a bit more. But if your feeling is, you know, you got to do what you, what you feel is true, not because well, I'm saying so. If you're ready and your heart's like, I'm ready to move on from this, then step on it and move forward. Showing up is showing up despite the story, despite the circumstances. It's time. So that pain that you're feeling that you're avoiding or suppressing or running from, that is a temporary pain. We can get through that pain. It doesn't last forever. Everything is temporary. Not just the pain. The pleasure is also temporary. Everything is here for a short time. You're here for a short time. Okay, and when you experience and when you realize that everything is temporary, then you actually become open and actually connect to experiencing things for what they are. If there's pain, experience the pain. The reason why the pain's sticking around is because you still haven't experienced it. All right? If you're experiencing joy, experience the joy. Don't try to keep it. Okay? It's just it's going to come back around. You trying to keep it is what slips it slips right out of your hands. If I give you a piece of if I give you a, a bar of soap and wet your hands and tell you to squeeze your hands, what's going to happen to the soap? It's going to pop straight out. That's what happens when you're trying to keep the happiness, when you're trying to keep the the emotions. Everything is temporary. Everything is moving. Everything is energy. The joy is allowing everything to be what they what it is. That's the joy, right? Happiness is when you're, you know, you experience something called happiness. When you try to keep that, that happiness just pops straight out. But when you allow the happiness to be there because it's there, you you experience joy. If you experience sadness that comes after the happiness, you're going to still be in joy within yourself. If you allow the sadness to be, hey, how many times have you felt sad and like, like you you haven't cried, right? I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I've, there's times where I haven't cried, and you know, I've got deep sadness or deep sorrow. And then one day I just, you know, I bottle it up and then I just sit in the corner of the room and I just let it all out and I just cry. And as I'm crying, as I'm feeling the pain, I feel good. Like there's a part of me enjoying the crying. Well, what the hell is that about? You know, that's right there is allowing myself to experience the pain. It actually feels good if you allow yourself to, to experience it. What doesn't feel good is you're resisting it. And what we know about resistance is that whatever you resist will continue to persist. Isn't that Newton's law? Whatever you push against will give you equal and opposite force? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that hard. It's even science. Well, that's really interesting because when you're feeling that sadness and you're letting it move through you, you're not def- you don't feel the need to define that. You're not asking yourself where is it coming from or you don't go into analysing it. You just let it go? Well, look, you know, that's normal for you to define it at first. You know, that I have the sadness because of this. This person, these circumstances, this story is what's causing the sadness. It's not me. I'm not sad. Because sometimes in life, you know, you're sad and then you create stories to kind of reflect you and say, hey, you're sad. Hey, you're angry, right? The reason why you're feeling angry, like I might do something uh, and, you know, some people might get angry about it. Others will look at it and just go, oh, yeah. Right, because that that person doesn't have a reaction to it because they're not angry. So what happens is that if you actually allow yourself to feel the emotion and be open to feel the emotion, you're gonna go through it. Right, you don't need to go around it. You know, you, you, the resistance opens up. Remember, acceptance is an open process, and when you do that, when you really do that, it feels like the it's not. The re- I mean, first of all, the resistance disappears, right? And, you know, some things in our life, 
is going to be part of who we are forever, right? But the story of something that's happened to you that's terrible, that's horrible, doesn't need to feed your every single moment. If you've dealt, if you've felt, if you've experienced, if you've embraced what you needed to embrace, if you've gone through it, and this is sometimes not a five-minute thing. It could be a five-month, could be a five-year thing. It's like depends on how big the the, the trauma, how, how traumatic it was, right? But we can't move forward with our, with our baggage, all right? We need to burn it, right? So to, to be able to... When when you you know you've completely accepted something because the story of why you felt that begins to disappear to the point that you even forget why you're feeling it, and you're still feeling it, but the the story of why you're feeling that begins to disappear. Now I'm not talking about it completely disappearing. It's it's still part of your memory. It'll still stay somewhere in in the back of your mind somewhere. We locked in a closet, right? But it doesn't have any more emotions. It's just facts. This is what happened to me. But you don't have any reactions about that anymore. This is what happened to me. It's made me into the person that I've become today and it no longer feeds my reality. So that's what I mean by it. But now when you do when it when that thing in the past has happened that does feed your reality, Everything you do, every decision you make, every the way you view your world is all from that pain, right? The choices you make is from that pain. You're still reacting from that pain. But if you can get to the point of acceptance, like I said, you get to a point of forgetting. You're just in that moment, just for a moment, you forget why you had this pain. You still feel the pain, but the pain is no longer a resistance. It just becomes like a bit of a vibration, you know, if you feel a vibration, like an, an energy, but you don't even know what the energy is or why, why you're feeling that energy, that's when you know you've dealt with it. You're stepped on it and you rise above. You have stepped on that scenario. You have stepped, and, and hey, you just put it in, the, in, a, in a folder. You put it in the, in the storeroom in a, in, a, in, a, in a, what do you call it, a drawer, right? But what you're putting in the drawer, you're not just shoving it underneath the carpet. I'm not talking about that. Okay, what you're putting in the drawer is just a memory. It's part of something that happened to you. It's a chapter in your book. But that chapter doesn't have a charge anymore. So therefore, it's no longer feeding who you are today and how you see your reality. You're free from that. So once we release that and we embrace that, then what feels to me is there's now space, space for us to step into a part of ourselves perhaps that we were past suppressing so we have more power so where do we go with that we've we're looking at ourselves we've dealt with some of the pain what is the next process for us in our journey of self-actualization after acceptance Mm. well after acceptance and you've dealt with that to me it's life moves on right you move on with the next thing right and um, sometimes there's another pain from somewhere else that shows up Right, and you go, oh, here I go again. I got to deal with this, but that's what it is, you know. To me, um, to me, doing the work on yourself is like a rubber band. You know, I work with lots of clients, and and they go, oh, you know, every time I work with you, every time I do your courses, every time I feel like you know I'm, I'm there, but then I go back to my reality, and then suddenly I, I fall on my knees again, and something happens, and you know, and old stories pop up, right? And I'm like, this work or self actualization is like a rubber band. Now, if you get a rubber band and you expand it because you're doing the work, 
when you let go of the rubber band, when you let go of doing the work and you go back to doing what you could do normally do, the rubber band contracts and goes back to its normal shape, right? Then you do the work again and it expands and then it goes back to its normal shape. You do the work and it expands and it goes back to its normal shape. You do this often enough, the rubber band doesn't always go back to its normal shape. It starts to lose its elasticity and it's, it's coming back, but now it's coming back and it's more expanded. You understand? It's not as tight anymore. You do the work, the rubber band expands, and then it comes back, but it doesn't come back to the same place. You're never the same person. You start to feel different. You start to feel empowered. You start to feel your space. You start to feel worthy, even though it just might be slight at the beginning. The rubber band never goes back to the same place because the more you expand it, the less elasticity. And you know what happens ultimately with the rubber band? It's going to snap because that elasticity won't last. And that's when the person becomes a free mind. When that rubber band snaps, bang, right? Life's changed. It's no longer even you anymore. It's a brand new you. I'd like to give you guys this seed that my mother shared with me. And the seed is my WTF experience program. This seed is not something that can easily be taught. It's something that you got to experience. Hence, the WTF experience. I would like to gift this to you. And it's now available for you to stream online for free. So just head on over to my website, amirzogi.com forward slash WTF.